The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome into the Short Shots Podcast. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. Time to get our golf on. It is week two on the PGA Tour schedule for 2021, and we're still in the islands of Hawaii. We move from Maui to Oahu, and the Sony Open is on tap this week. But before we preview the Sony Open, we want to go over what happened at Kapalua, the plantation course, and Harris English winning in a playoff for the first PGA Tour event of 2021 wins the tournament of champions and the first win for Harris English West in eight years and it really comes at the end of what I think has been his best year of his career yeah absolutely and I was uh, just uh, checking out some uh, angles going into the week this from uh, Sean Martin uh, at PGA Tour S. Martin uh, is his handle, and uh, he had tweeted out most top 10 since the start of last season. This goes 2019, so this starts in the wraparound fall of 2019, by the way. Most top 10s, uh, Justin Thomas at 14, Bryson DeChambeau at 12, John Rahm at 11, Harris English at 11. So, you know, it, it was it was not surprising, even though none of us had him, that he was knocking at the door for a win and really kind of has for the better part of 16 months, had his best ever major finish at the U.S. Open uh, at Wingfoot. So uh, it was only kind of a matter of time. And I guess uh, uh, maybe that QBE shootout was a, was a tell. I believe he played with uh, Matt Kuchar in December and, and, and they won that together. So uh, I think that was about the third time they've won it. Right? Yes. 
yes. And uh, Harris English uh, gets the win, led the field in strokes gained putting, uh, about 1.7 gain per round. Uh, shot 25 under, defeated Joaquin Neiman, his best finish since his lone tour win, September 2019th at the Greenbrier. So, uh, look, English uh, English putted very well uh, this weekend and, uh, and led the field. So, uh, Good on him and, and a very good win and obviously a, a tough beat for our colleague Matt Humans in the playoff who did have Joaquin Neiman, I believe, shot 63 to get into that playoff. And uh, Harris English ends up winning on the first hole. Yeah, and English had a chance to win it in regulation when he reached the 18th green in two and uh, just missed an eagle putt, tapped in for birdie, forced the playoff, and then birdied the first hole of the playoff to secure the victory. And and I was kind of, I mean, I'm happy for the guy, but I was kind of bummed because I really had him pegged to uh, be my pick at the Sony Open. Right. Now, now I'm going to kind of back off. I don't expect a guy to go back to back. Yeah, but... and, and obviously the discount in the price, sure, now, I believe. Sure. Uh, the mid-teens uh, going off this week for Harris English. So, uh, unfortunately, you're uh, you're not getting the value because I was going to be looking at him as well. He was going to be on my list, and I guess he could win again, but I'm going to take a stand against that. My closest contenders were Patrick Cantley and Dustin Johnson. They were – Johnson made a run, but then uh, ended up with a double bogey on, I believe, the 12th hole on Sunday, and, and that took him out of it. Cantley had a nice tournament, but was just too far back. Xander Shoffley, Wes, uh, another top-five finish at this tournament for this guy. He and Justin Thomas, I think, are absolute horses for this course. Yeah, no question about it, and uh, and uh, a very good finish for Justin Thomas. Third uh, – uh, Ryan Palmer, also top five, uh, finished fourth. Uh, Sungae M, who we'll talk about later, uh, tied for fifth with Shoffley. Uh, my nearest guy was actually Colin Marikawa, who was only one shot back uh, going into the final round. So I'm like, you know what? You never want to get too confident. But I thought he's in prime position because you have the uh, the two final pairing was uh, English and Palmer on Sunday. So you're like, well, these guys hadn't won in a while. How are they going to handle this pressure? And Marikawa had really been striping it, especially from approach, which he usually does. Gained 1.67 in round one, did Marikawa. 1.30 in round two. Round three, plus 229. Round four, strokes gained approach from Marikawa, minus 2.66. Wow. And, uh, that is not like him. No, it's not. Uh, minus 277 from uh, uh, T to green. And look, I was noticing on Sunday, I was like, you know, he's the only guy over par or he's the only guy even par on this leaderboard. So he started to kind of sink like a stone at a bogey at two and then really never made it up. 20 under par tied for seven. The other guy that was disappointing on Sunday was a guy I almost went to the window with our colleague Gil Alexander did. And that was Daniel Berger. He was at 18 under par. He was three shots off the lead heading into Sunday and he just stuck there at 18 under par. I think he actually was over par for a moment in the round, but I believe he ended up shooting even par and, uh, when your winner's at 25 under, and a round of even par is not going to get it no, done. No, it's not. And uh, we talked about that the scoring we thought was going to be higher, around 20 under. I think the winner last year, 14 under. That was the first year that they had uh, seen those changes from uh, Bill Coor and Ben Crenshaw, the designers at Kapalua. But 
you give these guys enough time to see changes, they make the adjustments. And, and no wind. Plus, if the wind doesn't blow, uh, you're going to get low score. And I didn't expect 25 under. I thought, okay, 20, 21 under is going to win this thing, but ends up being 25 under, and that even went to a playoff, which was, of course, won by English. Uh, we will see what the number is for the tournament winning score this week at the Sony Open. I don't know if you've seen that, Wes, but I'd probably go uh, under that as well. It or, won't be 11 under par no. like last year. Uh, <laughs> but there's no wind is my point. Yeah, you've got that, 5 or 10 mile an hour winds uh, over in Oahu as well. I think these guys are going to light it up for a second straight yeah, week. Yeah, and when you're looking at past history for the Sony Open at Hawaii uh, at Wildlife Country Club, what you want to what you want to look at obviously is uh, is the weather because last year eleven under uh, Cameron Smith won in a playoff over Brendan Steele those winds were howling it was thirty mile an hour winds on the weekend they even got a little bit of rain as well so unusual conditions at the Sony Open you're usually going to get in kind of the low twenties here as a winning score Webb Simpson is your betting favorite this is the first full field event of 2021 of course last week at Kapalua was a limited field to 42 players we've got the full contingent this week uh, at YLA Country Club in Oahu in our in Oahu on in Honolulu on yes. Oahu <laughs> that's a lot of Lulus there uh, much different course from what we saw at the Plantation West. The Plantation is just such a big property, big wide fairways, big wide greens, undulation on both the fairways, elevation change, elevation change and undulation on the greens as well. Uh, this course, you've got tree-lined fairways. It's flat, small greens. Uh, you still get the wind, but uh, but again, there's not going to be much of it. Uh, so the conditions will be similar, but the course itself is very different. Yeah, slow greens uh, are, are really similar to last week, but smaller not those huge greens you had at Kapalua. Obviously, Kapalua, 7,600 yards, very wide fairways, uh, big track and a favor, bigger hitters. Bigger hitters have won here, obviously, in the past. Justin Thomas, uh, namely uh, to be one. But you've had medium-sized hitters win here, too. A par 70, about 7,044 uh, 7, yards, uh, designed by Seth Rayner in 1927, who also designed the old white TPC, which hosts the uh, Greenbrier in the fall. Tom Doak restored it in 2017. Uh, ranked as the easiest, or usually one of the easiest, one or two in terms of that par 70 on the PGA Tour. And like we said with the wind, Last year's winning score, 269, was the highest winning score in 15 years since Vijay Singh had that score in 2005. But still very much a uh, second-shot golf course at Wailai. Yeah, absolutely a second-shot golf course. Uh, what we've seen as far as past winners, the driver doesn't mean a whole lot as far as length or accuracy. It's all about hitting greens and regulation and making putts. Uh, a little bit of a putting contest here. And you mentioned the smaller greens, Wes. Uh, when you have smaller greens, scrambling will come into play as well because you're going to miss some greens in regulation and if you're going to score you have to get up and down those were the skill sets I looked at strokes gained approach strokes gained putting and scrambling as far as correlated courses uh, you alluded to it there with the the Greenbrier uh, Mayakoba and, yes. and we talked about this uh, coming in
comparison uh, to last week, uh, El Camaleon in uh, Playa del Carmen. We've seen crossover winners here with Patton Kazire and Matt Kuchar. Uh, the first course I thought of when you're thinking about the Sony Open, narrow fairways, tree lines, small greens, coastal. The first course I thought of was Harbor Town, mm-hmm. uh, where they play the RBC Heritage. Of course, Sea Island, that was probably the second course I thought of, and that's why I really liked uh, Harris English uh, prior to him winning last week. Harris English played well at Sea Island for the RSM Classic after the Masters. I figured he would be a good pick here, but he's now off my list off of that win. And then Colonial Country Club, I saw some people mentioning that course, and, and it makes a lot of sense. Smaller greens, putting contest. Obviously, it's not a coastal course, uh, but hitting greens and regulation and putting, very important at Colonial Country Club as well. Yeah, no question. Uh, looking at these uh, very short par 70s. There you uh, go. And that played uh, a little bit into uh, my handicapping in terms of uh, some guys I landed on this week. So uh, those are actually very good correlations. Of course, Mayakoba had a couple crossover winners. Uh, some of these other tournaments have as well. Greenbrier, a little bit of a reach, and I mentioned that earlier, a little bit of a different course, but at least the the same type of surface uh, that they're going to play on here this week at Honolulu. We'll take a break, and we'll come back on the other side with our picks for the Sony Open at Wailea Country Club. It'll be Wes Reynolds, myself, and Matt Humans contributing to the plays for the week. Keep it here on VSIN, the sports betting network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back into the Short Shots podcast here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. We've got 
Another week of short shots coming up next week when we uh, when we preview the American Express down in La Quinta. And then we go live with long shots. Back to the real deal on January 26th when the tour tees it up at Torrey Pines for the Farmers Insurance Open. But for now, let's get to our plays for the Sony Open. This is the second tournament of 2021 on the PGA Tour schedule, the first full field event of 2021. And we will start with our colleague Matt Eumanns' plays. Uh, in the outright market, he's on Colin Morikawa, a near miss last week for Morikawa. He's got Colin at 14-1. to 1. Kevin Kistner, a popular pick here at uh, the Sony Open, who has had great history here, also great history on the corollary courses like Harbor Town and Sea Island. Kistner at 32 to 1. Great putter, straight hitter, uh, good ball striker. This course certainly fits his profile. Mark Leishman, who had a nice week last week at Kapalua. Uh, Humans is on the Australian at 58 to 1. A good wind player. There won't be a whole lot of wind in the forecast anyway here at uh, YLA, but Leishman, certainly a good wind player at 58 to 1 is the number there. And then uh, who is a guy that has become one of Humans' favorite ever since he saw him at the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Ches Reeve, the uh, Sun Devil out of Arizona State. Humans is on Reeve at 80 to 1. He also has one head to head matchup, Daniel Berger at minus 105 over Harris English. And I think this play is obviously a fade of English off of that first win in eight years. Yeah, I uh, certainly can't disagree with that. Uh, and, and in terms of some of his futures, uh, you know, fits an angle. I think I'm not overplaying these trends, but. If you look, seven of the last nine years, the winner played the week before at Kapalua. Yeah. 15 Cam of the last 22. Yeah, Cameron Smith was the outlier last year, and then Russell Henley in 2013. But you've got about 30 players in the field this week that are uh, Kapalua and Wileye participants alike. Uh, 14 of the last 15 Sony Open winners had played an event here prior so no inaugural debuts except for Russell Henley in uh, 2013, uh, kind of uh, breaking both those trends there. So it makes sense. I mean, all, all of those make sense. Uh, and that, I, that I think play. let's talk about that a little bit, too. You know, guys that ha that played at Kapalua uh, tend to win at the Sony. And I think that makes a lot of sense because, first of all, it's a long plane ride mm -hmm. over from wherever mm -hmm. you're coming from in the mainland to get to Hawaii. And then are you there for your uh, a vacation or are, there, are you there for business? If you've spent two weeks there, you've been able to acclimate a little bit. Right. And and the, the paradise uh, of Hawaii is maybe, you know, sunk in and you're ready to go back to work. So everything makes sense that uh, guys that win the Sony have been here for a little bit before they tee it up. Yeah, no question. So, uh, and then plus, uh, you know, a little bit less rust uh, for, sure. for, for some of these uh, guys uh, coming forward. So uh, getting to play on the islands, I actually think is a very good advantage. And let's get to your plays, Wes. I don't know if, do you have any head-to-head -head matchups this uh, week? I did. They did not go very swimmingly last week. I probably should have taken a pass. But this week, uh, I'm fading the other playoff participant, Joaquin Neiman. Okay. Sungay M, minus uh, 130 over Neiman. Kevin Kisner, uh, minus 110 over Cameron Smith. And a guy I didn't play on the futures because he doesn't have a ton of experience on this course. But statistically... He was very sneaky good, and that was Matthew Neesmith. Yeah. Number one on tour in greens and regulation. Number 19 in terms of strokes gained approach. Seventh in this week's field, by the way. So I thought 
You know, maybe so, because uh, Mackenzie Hughes uh, struggled last week at the uh, Century Tournament of Champions, uh, tying for uh, last with uh, Hideki Matsuyama, who uh, I was tr- I was hoping Marikawa would get home so I could get first and last <laughs> last week, because Matsuyama tied for last with Hughes, T41, and could have had Marikawa at first, but uh, he didn't fire in the final round. So uh, let me go ahead and uh, get to the future share. Shortest price I have is Sunjae M., at 18 to 1. I didn't quite get him at the 20 on the opener, but uh, I really like the way this guy played last week. He was very sneaky up there in the top five, led the field in strokes gained T to green, sixth in approach. Uh, it was really the putter that held him back. He was 35th out of 42 players, but he's usually better on the Bermuda than he is on the bent grass. So maybe that's an aberration considering he's averaged over three strokes gained putting uh, in his two career starts here. At the How Sony. about the run he's been on? Uh, yeah. Finished top five at the Masters yep. and then rolls it uh, rolls over to Hawaii and yeah, does it again. Absolutely, Playing yes. against the top people in the world, T2 too. T2 at the Masters, T14 over in Dubai for a guy that doesn't have a lot of European tour experience. I thought that was respectable. I'll excuse the miscut at the RSM because that was a week after the Masters. Uh, so that can be excused. Kevin Kisner, I uh, match up with Matt. Uh, on him at 32 to one. Uh, it was mid pack last week, but had a nice round in the final round. Also, he's always good on the short par seventies with. Bermuda. I was going to say this course makes more sense for him. Yes, it does. And, uh, and look, uh, he uh, has three top fives here at the Sony open in the last five years. T four last year also came in uh, with, I think pretty sneaky form. Remember, he was in the playoff yeah. at the RSM uh, and shot 63. Kind of like what Neiman did last week when you post that early round, and the guy that's in the final group seems to have the advantage going into the playoff, and Streb uh, led most of the weekend, so was a deserved winner at the RSM. Uh, Lanto Griffin, 42-1. to one, seventh, I like that pick. I thought about him. Great putter. Yeah, seventh here last year. Uh, got it going in the final round. Uh, second in strokes gain putter in the final round and fourth overall at the event, which correlates to another guy who is very good at strokes gain putting last week, and that's Brendan Todd. Mm-hmm. 50 to 1. If you don't know anything about Brendan Todd's game, one of the straighter hitters on tour, second in driving accuracy. He was actually paired with Bryson DeChambeau in the first round, and what a contrast in styles there and how you attack a course. Uh, not one of the longer hitters on tour. God, that's got to be demoralizing when a guy drives it like 100 yards past you, uh, which is what was happening to Todd. But one of the things where Todd makes his money is in the putting. He was uh, tops in the field in the final round, fifth overall strokes gained putting. I think this is a better course for him because he's a shorter hitter. And Kapalua is such a big, wide track, 7,600 yards. And if you look at Todd's uh, three victories on tour, setups, I think they measured 7166, 68-28, 84 So 70-44 is right in that wheelhouse for Todd. And then I'll get the other two really quickly so you can get to yours, Brady. Uh, Mark Leishman, I match with mm-hmm. Matt. I found him at 66. Uh, putted poorly last week and was actually third worst in the field for strokes gained putting. But eighth on approach, 11th in tee to green. He's been top 10 or better here three of the last seven times he's visited. So I thought Leishman, I actually thought that was a sneaky big price on him. And then the real bomb I had was Brandon Grace, 140 to one. Good coastal course player. 2016 RBC that you mentioned earlier, won there. Tough year last year for him, though. He missed 12 of uh, 24 worldwide cuts. But a lot of them were after the restart. And some of those players, you know, 
right after COVID-19 hit and then they had the restart, they didn't fire out of the gate. And Grace is probably one of them, but eighth to end the year in 2020 over in Dubai for a guy that was totally out of form. I think that could be a good sign. Uh, back to your Brendan Todd briefly. In 2020, he was 20th in uh, on the PGA Tour in strokes gained putting and third in scrambling. Mm-hmm. So uh, a couple of uh, metrics there that certainly fit the bill, I believe, for this golf course. And I saw a lot of people fancying Brandon Todd this week, so uh, I can't argue with you there. My shortest shot was Daniel Berger, uh, 34th in 2020 on strokes gained approach, 17th in strokes gained putting, and number one on tour in scrambling. Finished 23rd uh, about a month ago or so at Mayakoba. Uh, finished third in the restart at Hilton Head. He was 22nd in the RSM at Sea Island and won at Colonial. You remember, of course, that playoff uh, with uh, Xander Shoffley or Colin Morikawa. Shoffley bowed out before the playoff but ended up beating Morikawa uh, to get the win there at Colonial. And again, those are correlated courses in my mind. Uh, Charles Howell third. The stats aren't there, but this guy I I believe is the uh, number one money winner in the history of the Sony yes. Open. I mean, this guy is just money bags at uh, YLA, and so I just had to go on course history here with Charles Howell the third, and obviously top five, top ten, top twenty him as well because he's usually going to get there. And he also won at the uh, RSM Classic a couple years ago, so uh, he fits the bill uh, as far as correlated courses as well. Got Howell at fifty to one, got Berger at seventeen to one, Kevin. Knott I got at 55 to one. And again, this is like you're talking about Kevin Kistner and Brandon Todd. Uh, I'm talking about Kevin Na. You know, it's these shorter hitters, the guys that hit it straight, the guys that scramble and putt really well. Kevin Na in 2020, fifth in strokes gained putting, fourth in scrambling. Uh, He was 10th at Hilton Head. He also has won at Colonial. Uh, Then I went back, you know, I'm going newer, newer talent and older talent here. Older talent being Charles Howell III. I'll go older talent again with Rory Sabatini who is also one at Colonial has a real good history here at the Sony Open and if you look at the correlated courses uh, no missed cuts uh, a couple of top 15s a couple of top 10s so Sabatini I took a stab at at 100 to 1 and then uh, my biggest shot uh, one of the straighter hitters on tour is Brian Stewart also a very good scrambler got him at 175 to 1 he did miss the cut uh, about a month ago at Mayakoba but uh, as far as the other correlated courses, uh, no missed cuts, always in the top 50, and not top 50 that that's going to win you a golf tournament or anything, but he doesn't miss cuts. And and if you're not missing cuts, you're in the hunt uh, in the weekend, and, you know, 175 uh, I thought was worth a stab. Yeah, he's got four top tens here that I'm looking at in the, the last seven times he's appeared here, a fourth, a fifth, sixth, and an eighth. So uh, I can't necessarily argue with that. That is very good form for a guy that's an under-the-radar player. Yeah, my longest shot at 175 to 1. So Berger, Howell, Na, Sabatini, and Stewart. We'll see if we can get one home for the uh, the VEASAN Long Shots crew this week. We came close last week, yes. but no cigar. Yes, uh, no, no time like the present, Brady, to uh, finally get one home here to start the season. That's going to do it for us on Short Shots. We'll be back next week to preview the American Express at La Quinta, and then we go full boat into long shots when they tee it up at Torrey Pines for the Farmers Insurance Open. Thank you for listening to VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 